Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way. Because when we do, we see the evidence of his favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared. You might cry a little bit and you might be tempted to shout a couple yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what he wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hey, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turn top 1% network marketer, turn dream job, living my best life as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and heart set in sync with the father so you can bloom into all he's created you to be? Then let's grow girl. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Garden of Favor. Today, I'm going to take you on a little journey of something that I do with my one-on-one clients. And I am currently working with an incredible group of women in my mastermind. And that's where you get to work with me one-on-one. And the conversations we are having are so incredible. And I love getting to the root of the problem. So the whole reason I went on this neuroscience journey was one, personally, to understand what was wrong with myself because I knew that there was this disconnect between what I was saying and what I was doing, that idea between head knowledge and heart knowledge, but I couldn't quite bridge the gap. And what I realized that in between that was the lies that were in my subconscious. I didn't know this, but I had hired coaches, I had done some counseling, I had done some all different types of um, different versions of really trying to get breakthrough and healing from trauma and I couldn't get to I I, and by the way let me just say I I did see progress but I knew something was still looming I knew something was still deep and all that to say I went on this journey to really understand what was really under the surface and so we refer to this in in the program that I went through for my neuroscience certification and Dr. Shannon Irvin she refers to this more as symptom versus source And in fact, it really made me realize that so much of my coaching that I had received and given was more symptom-based. It was what was coming out of, what what words it was coming out, um, rather than getting to the source of the problem. And I refer to that in my coaching as the weeds. And so I want to take you on a little journey to help you do something very, very, it's very simple and it's very tangible, but it is so deep, and I hope that it helps you this week as you start to assess what's actually going on, not the symptom of it, not what you see on the surface, but really getting to the source of the problem, the root of the problem, and the root and the source it lies in your thoughts and in your beliefs about yourself and your thoughts and your beliefs about God. So I'm going to give you a spoiler alert there that your thoughts are what we're really trying to get to. And what happens is we have all these emotions and all these feelings and all these ideas and we even see the results of our emotions and yet we don't always realize what those emotions are actually saying. And so I titled this podcast, What Are Your Emotions Telling You? Because... This is the answer to getting to the source, the root of the weed, the root of the lie that you're believing either about yourself or about God or about something. And nine out of 10 times what I find it's about yourself or it's about God, because really you can't coach somebody else. You can't change somebody else. All you can control is yourself. You've heard that. I'm sure you can only control the controllables. And that is 
you, right? So what are your emotions telling about yourself? I want you, as you're listening to this podcast, I'd encourage you push pause. And I want you to, to document right now, how are you feeling? Right? How are you feeling? I feel, put put something in the title. And, and whether that's about your business, about your marriage, about motherhood, about whatever, I want you to just take a pause and reflect on how are you feeling right now? All right, go ahead and do that. All right, I trust that you did that. So the goal is that we recognize that our emotions are actually telling us something. So what happens is our emotions are a byproduct of our thoughts. And it literally happens within like nanoseconds of of each other. We have this thought, which then immediately sparks an emotion. And that could be positive, that could be negative, right? So depending on what state you're in today, if you are really excited, I feel so excited for what is coming. There is a thought that you had before that that created these emotions. And so what was the thought before that? What happens is we so much, we live in this feeling state that we don't recognize that our feelings are a byproduct of our our emotions, right? But they're a byproduct of our thoughts. And this is why the Lord says to take our thoughts captive. Now, in a good sense, when we're feeling good about something or, you know, positive, right, that's great because then what happens is domino effect. When you're excited about life and you you are excited about, I'm using the word excited as an example, well, then you are, you are more likely to then move forward and do things, right, as opposed to being nervous or being scared or being sad or being angry. And so what emotion are you having? And then I want you to pause and say, what is the thought that I'm believing that is producing this emotion? And I want to give you a couple examples of some of the some of the things that I've recently run into with the women that I work with, right? And these are very, very common. So these women are they're six figure plus earners. Like they they're successful women. But here's the deal: the enemy is after your identity about who you are. And he is also after your understanding and your relationship with God. Why do you think it's so hard to read your Bible sometimes? Why do you think it's so hard to, you know, you feel like you, maybe you don't know how to pray or like the enemy is not after your stuff. He's after your identity in Christ so that you don't know what, you don't know who you are and you don't know what you have access to, the power of the Holy Spirit who lives inside of you. And you don't know who your daddy is. You don't know who your heavenly father is. It's like, the biggest thing that he wants because when you do know who your father is when you do know who god is and we have all these descriptors of who god is and if you haven't done my rooted and ready workshop i encourage you to go do that there's a devotional tied with it with with three different videos and it talks a lot about who is god who are you and why does that matter you can grab that i'll leave that link in the show notes and it matters because that is everything when you know who god is and you know who you are then you start operating in that identity right and you start operating in that power you start speaking like that person so anyways all that to say your thoughts produce emotions and so sometimes and what i find is most people don't know what they're thinking they know how they're feeling and i'll be i'm a, I'm a feeler feeler person i feel a lot i'm very passionate i'm very emotional i feel a lot now there are also the thinkers too so maybe maybe you are that person that does think more so than hold on my my rain light's falling down. Not that you guys can see that um, or anyone. Oh, well, there we go. 
hey, that's the real life of podcasting. And you know, I get a lot of people that ask me about editing. I'm like, I don't edit. I don't, I don't, I don't have time for that. Um, for multiple reasons. So you're here, you're here for the re- the real, the real and the raw. But anyways, I want to get back to this idea that your emotions are a byproduct of your thoughts. But what happens is we often don't take, we don't slow down enough to assess our emotions so that we can actually tie it to a thought and take that thought captive like God's word says to take our thoughts captive and then we align that up to scripture and say wait is that what God says is that what he says and is that who he says that we are in him and is that who God is or is this thought is this lie that we have rooted somewhere that we've got to pull it out and we've got to replace it with God's truth. And so what are your emotions telling you? So I'm going to go off through a few examples that you probably will resonate with to give you an idea of what I'm talking about. Again, listen, I'm a coach and I know all these things, but I still pay a coach to hold space for me so that they can help me see my thoughts. Because again, I'm an emotional person. I, I sit in my feelings a lot, right? And so when I sit in my feelings, and this is why I always say, get out of your feelings and get into God's word, because our feelings are a byproduct of our, of our thoughts. But sometimes we don't slow down enough to know what we're actually thinking. And then we think there's something wrong with us or it's this like hidden problem when it's really right there it's like it's really right there if we would just slow down and take a second to really think about it so have you ever felt maybe currently you're in this season of you're feeling disappointed well what are you feeling disappointed about and uh one of my clients was feeling disappointed about people choosing somebody else over her right? Somebody, say, let's just say you're in network marketing or you're a realtor or you're a photographer or you're a graphic designer or whatever, um, or you know, you clean houses, whatever. The, the somebody chose somebody else. So you're disappointed, right? Because somebody else chose somebody over you. So the thought, there's a thought that's tied to that disappointment, which is, okay, well, we know that the situation is that somebody else Somebody chose somebody else over you. And that makes you disappointed. I, I like to be picked, right? But we have to get to the root of the thought. Well, what is that? What is the thought you're believing that is about the fact that somebody else chose somebody else over you? Well, is it that you're not good enough? Is it that you're not important? That you are not qualified? Like, what is the thought? And then when we get to the root of that thought, we get to the source of the problem right? What does that thought say about you? Then we have something to work with so that we can take that thought captive, match it up to God's word and say, is that who God says that you are? And if not, well, then let's throw it out. Let's reject it and let's replace it with God's truth. All right. Let me give you another example. This is one I hear all the time and I have felt it many, many times. The Lord always puts people in my path that are going through the same thing, or I shouldn't say growing through the same thing, um, whether that's in the past or currently, but I hear this one a lot is I feel overwhelmed. I feel so overwhelmed. I have so much on my plate. You know, I, 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 I feel so overwhelmed. And if that's you today, I want you to take a pause and that feeling of overwhelm, that anxiousness, that in over my head that I, whatever it is, right? What is the thought that is coming right before that that is making you feel overwhelmed? Is it that you have so much on your plate and you can't do it all? Or that people expect so much from you and you only have so much to give and you're you're empty, right? What is the thought? I can't be 
enough to all people at all times. Well, you're right. You can't. <laughs> so, but, but the, the thing is that feeling of overwhelm and there could be many reasons why. Again, I want you to start paying attention to your emotions this week. And especially today, start taking, taking, I have my clients to carry around a journal and to start writing down the thoughts that they're thinking. Because then we, again, we, then we have something to work with. But again, the problem is most people, myself included, we live in our emotions. We live in our feelings, right? Get out of your feelings. We live in our feelings and our emotions so much that we kind of make these stories up about ourselves and other people and our situation in our lives that we don't actually get to the root of the problem, which is the thought, which is why God's word also says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You see how this all works? And so much of this, the new age has figured out, they've caught, they've caught onto, but it's all in God's word. God already said it. And so it's not, it's, it's in God's word. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can actually be who God created you to be. So that feeling of overwhelm, where is that stemming from? What is the thought that's tied to that? Is it that you can't do it all? Whatever. Well, when you get there, then we can take that thought. And what does that thought say about you that you can't do it all? Well, I don't know. To me, that says that you're a human and that you're, you are like everybody else. You can't do it all. And I don't recommend you doing it all. So then we can work from there and, and, and then assess the situation and give, get you a plan so that you're not feeling overwhelmed and that you are doing all the things. This is something, another one that I, that the overwhelm is that you don't have enough time. This is one I personally have worked through and am, am currently brain priming to work through is that I don't have enough time to do it all. I never have enough time. I was saying this to myself. I never have enough time. And this sense of overwhelm was coming from that. And the God, God, he was like, no, no, no. You have more than enough time to do everything that I'm asking you to do. What are you doing that I'm not asking you to do? What's on your plate that I never put there? What is the responsibility or the things that you've said yes to that I never asked you to say yes to? And so that feeling of overwhelm comes from, I don't have enough time. Well, in all reality, God gave all of us the same amount of time and he would, he's not here to overwhelm us right? He's here to co-labor with us. And so when we get out of sync with him, when we start striving, that's when we have problems. All right. I'm going to be one more example, just to give you another thing to start really thinking about your emotions. What are your emotions telling you? What is the, your emotions? What thought are you believing? And then, and then, and then what are, yeah, what do you believe about yourself? This last one is, I don't, I don't feel good enough. I don't feel good enough. So there's that feelings, right? I don't feel good enough. I don't feel qualified. I imposter syndrome. I work with a lot of women who are very successful that online you would never know the lies they're believing behind closed doors. And it's this imposter syndrome. They're they're successful. They're making money. They have a business. They put on their best face, put you know, forward and on social media they smile and they make these offers, but what's looming is this lie that they're an imposter, they're not good enough, that they're not perfect or whatever. Which that feeling of not feeling good enough, maybe you can relate to that. Okay, so what is the thought that you're thinking? Well, maybe it's that since I, I, well, I can't do it perfect and I need to do it better. That need is such a toxic word too. Um, I've done another episode on that. But you can't do it perfect, so then therefore why do it at all? Which this is such a tactic of the enemy to make you feel like you can't do it perfect. So why do it at all? Therefore you make no progress. And then you 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 fight flight or freeze right and typically in this response since you feel like you can't do it perfect and you shouldn't you shouldn't even attempt it because you just can't do it well then you run away and you don't do it and then you don't you don't do what the lord's asking you to do 
So what are your emotions telling you? Is it you're not good enough, you're overwhelmed, you're disappointed, you're sad, you're frustrated, you're angry? Like take that emotion and take a pause this week and sit with that emotion and say, what thought am I believing that is producing this emotion? And then take that thought captive line it up to scripture and say, is this true about what God says? And is this actually true in my life? Because most likely it's it's not. In the negative sense, right? In the positive sense, it probably is true. And that's good, which means then there's this cascade of good things that come from it. So this is your brain science, neuro coaching uh, 101 lesson to really start paying attention to your emotions so that then you can get to the root of your thoughts and then figure out what is this thought that you're believing that's creating this belief about you or about other people or about God that is not true so that you can replace it with truth. And then when you replace that with truth, you get good emotions coming from it. And then again, there's this domino effect of all the good things that come from it. That is what I have for you today. If you like this, then I encourage you to put your name on the wait list for the next mastermind one-on-one group coaching program that I will have coming in the fall. I'm so excited about it and uh, I hope this really helps. So I hope you all have a great day. Let me just pray us out. Father God, thank you so much for teaching us how to take our thoughts captive and that our thoughts and our emotions are tied so closely together. And God, you care about our emotions. You do. You created us to have emotions and we see Jesus and you all throughout scripture. You have emotions and emotions are good, but our emotions are a a highlight, a way to highlight our thoughts. And so Lord, help us to see what emotions uh, that are being produced so that we can identify the thought and take it captive, line it up to scripture and say, yes, that's a good one. Let's keep it. Or you know what? We need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So Lord, we thank you for the tools that you have given us. And we thank you for your word that it is yes and amen. And we thank you for your promises that you are, that we are who you say that we are. So Lord, we ask that you help us see those lies that we're believing today so we can replace them with your truths and so that we can truly live out and bloom and flourish into the women that you have created us to be. God, you get the glory and praise. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.